Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Cue the, the, what, the holiday music? The jingle bells? The jingle bells, the jingle bells, the the Michael Jordan uh, rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. It took me a minute. The Krampus. Hello, everyone. (laughs) My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched... The Santa who fucks? Wait, what? What did you watch? (laughs) Santa Claus? Live and in person. One night only. Can you go ho, ho, ho? I don't go ho, ho, ho. That's a myth. Christmas spirit's down 35%. Half the planet's not going to get toys. So a few brats don't get presents, it's not the end of the world. People need Christmas to remind themselves of how good they can be. Wendy, you got so big. Excuse me? You know what I mean, grown up big. Now, Wendy, we need a ride. Can you call an Uber? You think I can pay the driver with these? He fucks so hard. He fucks. Santa's breaking backs in this movie. He really is. Uh, okay, before we get started, uh-huh. uh, I just shout out to our producers, Harrison mm-hmm. Millie. Now, Harrison and Millie are getting married this hey, weekend. Hey, congratulations, yeah, Harrison Millie. On the 17th. Congratulations, Harrison Millie, on getting married, I assume, to each other. May you fuck as Santa fucks. Yeah. On your blessed day. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> may, may you may you thrust like jolly old Saint Nick. <laughs> yeah, had you seen this movie? No, no, I had not, I. I hadn't watched it. I mean, I think we covered. Uh, I think we've covered it on Hypecast, both this oh, and the yeah. sequel. But uh, no, I never actually sat down and watched it. Yeah, this is 2018. Good, good uh, for the season. Uh, this is yeah, Russell Crowe. Uh, this movie was not. No, it's what not. I Dave. It it's Kurt Russell. What? Oh God! Imagine if it was Russell Crowe. I can. I. I am. I'm telling you what, Dave. I am imagining Russell Crowe, and he needs to make a Santa movie immediately. He immediately. Needs to, he needs to make like dirtbag, uh, 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 Kiwi Santa, right? Yeah. Like dirtbag Santa. Yeah. Running around New Zealand, <laughs> being dirtbag Santa. Ah, uh, I'd be amazing. <laughs> Just do that. Uh, was it Unhinged movie? Yeah. But only Santa. Santa. He's driving a sleigh, and he's really trying yeah. to get his presence there. But somebody cuts him yeah. off in traffic, and he gets side sidetracked for 90 minutes that would be amazing um but yeah this movie wasn't what i thought it was gonna be um i'm kind of mixed um about it uh how did you like this um i i landed on liking this movie but uh i am in the same camp as you this movie was a little darker than i thought it was gonna be well it wasn't it was it felt like it didn't quite know the tone it was going for and uh, I really like the idea of it. Yeah. Uh, the idea of it being that these two kids, uh, troubled teen and his daughter, daughter and his, his sister, sister. You're on a roll uh, tonight, Dave. I know, right? Uh, their, their father died because he was a fireman uh, and he, he heroically uh, 
save some people or whatever. Yeah, he swallowed some fire to rescue he people. He swallows. Yeah, exactly. And their mom has to work night nights as like a as a doctor or something. I don't. They, I don't know she, if they she, specify. She works in a hospital, but that's as specific as they get. Yeah, she's presumably and, a, a uh, doctor or a, or a nurse. Yeah, and uh, and so it's Christmas Eve, and she's got to go. And he, you know she the 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 little sister has blackmailed uh, her brother who stole a car, uh, and uh, she's like, "Listen, we're gonna stay up and we're gonna try to catch Santa on camera, or I'll show mom the tape of you stealing a car." And they they catch Santa in the act. They go outside to film him. They get caught in his sleigh. And they accidentally crash Santa's sleigh in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then most of the movie is just <laughs> Santa getting bailed out of jail. Yeah. It's really weird. Like the the, it's like, the adventure they go on is like really odd. It's like gritty Santa. It's like, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it's in Chicago. So I kept thinking of Dark Knight. It's like they tried this movie, not gritty Santa. This movie is kind of grounded Santa a little bit. Um, yeah. And that's like the parts of the movie I enjoyed the most where they sort of had fun with the mythology and the legends around San and like, OK, like they sort of extrapolated it into, OK, well, how would like the thing where he sort of MacGyvers together a police radio and he's like, well, I'm the world's greatest toy maker. I'm like, oh, that's kind of like a fun way to, to play with that. Yeah. Um, and like, then. Yeah. It's like stuff and like where he's basically like he knows every single person. He knows everything they've ever asked for for Christmas. And they work that into the uh, very heavily into the plot, actually. Um, yes. I enjoyed uh, like I, I thought that was like the cool stuff about this movie. And I thought yeah, he's he's like a reverse Pennywise. Instead of knowing the fears, he knows yeah. people's wishes. And like the sort of dynamic with with the family, like they're all. This was a little, I mean, it, it was done, you know, really basically, but it was a little more um, than I expected necessarily from this movie where like there's a genuine arc for each member of the family and the, and the movie is about this family. This is the first Christmas without the dad and right. this movie is about them moving on basically. And it's, you know, it's not like super, super well done or, but like I appreciated that was about something and it actually yeah kind of complete like it kind it doesn't i wouldn't say it like sticks the landing but like it lands uh and it completes the arc for all three of the characters the mom the brother and the sister i was like oh okay like okay christmas chronicles considering how many christmas movies are out there yeah i think it's fair to say that this is in the top 10 percent probably and also wise and also just real quick how stone cold generic the christmas chronicles is as a title like this movie should have been called something else (laughs) yes it should have been called bad santa but they couldn't do that yeah because they're referring to the fact that he's they're videotaping it and i was like well then do a a found footage santa movie make it found footage that would be kind of funny and they do a little they do a little bit of that there's a couple of shots of that where i was like where i for half a second i was like oh is this going to be found footage that's kind of an interesting idea yeah i think where this movie so i i agree with you about what works i think the idea of planes trains and automobiles but santa yeah is very good to me that's a fun which is basically idea, like yeah. we're trying to get back to santa's sleigh santa is honestly kind of a pain in the ass yeah he <laughs> he's is like he's kind of a pain in the ass yeah and <laughs> he, he's he's kind of a stinker um and we're trying to get back to his sleigh so we can save christmas that's all well and good i think a lot of the execution needed tweaking because i think 
some of this is just a series of bits. Like yeah. when he starts just singing in jail, I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah, with what? fucking Steve Van Zant. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? And a bunch of other actual musicians. Right. Like and obviously he Van Zant's the most famous, but like everyone in that lockup is like, oh, these are all like people in bands. Yeah, like, it was real weird. Yeah. Um one thing that I flagged, and this has nothing nothing about the actors themselves, the way the kids are. It feels like they're in a different movie sometimes. It feels like they're in like a Hallmark movie, whereas the Santa's like grittier. And I know they're not making an R-rated Santa, but like, for example, the brother, I did not think they did the brother correctly. The deal with the brother is he steals cars. He's like this middle class kid stealing cars, which... Uh, it is true that like very rich kids he's tend act- to be more delinquent. He's acting but- out because he's angry at his dad for dying. Like yes. that, it ch- it checks out. But I see, I do see what you're saying. But continue. He's yeah, and he kind of p- goes. And again, this is not performance; it's his lines. He goes from having to be like sweet older brother to like criminal older brother. And I think they needed to lean into it more. I think he needed to be like an Eddie Furlong type. I think he needed to be more of a little punk, a little shit. Right. He needed Um, to be a little bit harder to reach. And that's what Eddie Furlong was in Terminator 2. Exactly. He needs to be just a little more of a rebel because he's not like him stealing a car. I rewound it because I was like that. Surely that character didn't do that because he's not. They're not giving the character anything to show that he would do that. And he kind of, yeah, and the reveal that he's like secretly well, writing to Santa would have been better if he was like really unreachable as a kid. Yeah. And like I, a real shit. I want to put a, well, not put a pin in that, but I wanted to unpack that idea. I don't think showing him stealing the car was necessarily a bad idea. It's just that that's a huge offer right up front. That's, yeah. It's like, that's the first, you know, we get like a montage in the beginning of the Christmas videos uh, showing this young family as they have the the boy. And then as the boy gets older, then they have the sister and they get older. And then we get to the last Christmas before this one, which was the last one where dad was alive. Um, so like the first thing we see of um, Teddy is, is the, is the kid is the older brother's name is he's out stealing cars with his friends. That's fine. But like, you sort of have to, that's a like I said. That's a big offer to make. So it you should have backed that up by doing all the things that we're saying. So I don't think yeah. that that was necessarily a mistake. It no, was just they that needed to lean into. They it needed more. to stay at that level. Yeah, because like when he gets home, his little sister is like, "I videotaped you committing a felony," and it's like, why isn't he just beating her up and taking that exactly? Tape? Like, because he's he's a shit. Like that's yeah. like that's prison time on that tape. <laughs> so like, yeah, you know what this movie needed it needed a little sprinkle of shane black a little what i mean yeah what i mean by that is think about last action here it uh, has a parallel to this yeah um where it begins with this really gritty situation for this kid right he gets robbed in his house yeah it needed a little more edge but yeah continue yeah i no. it needed like it needed it to start with like we have to go to the police station to bail your your brother out yeah and then and then that also reflects santa in jail later they needed yeah it needed a little more grit and it doesn't have to be r-rated it just needed to feel a little like the family situation at the beginning should have been a little more dire right we needed to feel 
because the movie wants us to feel that this family is at risk to the point where right. they get into a fight over the videotape and they literally knock over the portrait and it splinters the family portrait and the mom very pointedly looks at it and it's like symbolism. So like right. they needed to make us feel like this family was genuinely in danger of, of falling apart with, yeah. with, with the because they're not dealing with the loss of dad. Yeah. Yeah, because the idea what we go into is like it's like a scared straight straight for the kid where Santa's now dealing like they they do this really weird deviation where he runs into park kidnappers. <laughs> that was like the funniest thing. Like they 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 have done like, they, they, what <laughs> crimes are you guys doing? I'm well, unclear. What's really funny is okay, so the brother is uh, through a series of circumstances finds himself alone in the park with Santa's magical bag of presents and these three goons show up and they're like hey give us that bag of presents and he's like no and like give us that bag so they take him back to their chop shop with their fucking gangster boss and it's like right, they're like, like hey boss we got this teen and his sack of gifts like if you were a a, a mid-tier criminal boss like crime boss like a basically a franchise crime boss uh, yeah. running this chop shop and your guys come back with a teen and a bag of presents would yeah, you be like, like happy fuck? or would you be yeah. pissed yeah it'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing this guy we is steal cars yeah like what's happening yeah. here? why did you guys drag a witness in here now we have to yeah. murder this teenager yeah. on christmas eve but no like, like yeah well, like he might have stuff in his bag and right. it's like so what so fucking just what? leave him alone yeah, we're not stealing <laughs> stereos man we're stealing two hundred thousand dollars sports cars <laughs> yeah it's really weird so like uh, but yeah like the mob boss is like overjoyed and then the elves get to come out and beat up all the criminals but yeah that part was really strange <laughs> yeah and so it's that fluctuation where it's it's like kind of disney movie and then it'll have these genuinely fun gritty mo santa moments like the elves themselves are like these fucking minions and i was like what's going on here like yeah, they kind of look like I lemurs yeah and it was like what tone are you going for and it's it's not entirely what it feels like the movie isn't completely sure what it yeah, wants to do. I, I noticed Chris Columbus was a producer. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what other involvement he had. I don't know if like he was involved with the story, but that like sort of makes it make sense because he's done this sort of tone before both well and kind of not as good. Because like obviously Chris Columbus did Home Alone, he did the first Harry Potter movie, he did Young Sherlock Holmes, which is like right this, uh, which is like this tone, but like airing further on dark, darker side of that. Yeah. Um. So like he has experience in this realm, but like he's not always he doesn't have a perfect track record in it. So like seeing his name in the credits, I was already sort of expecting kind of this weird tone. Right. Um, but it, yeah, it just totally makes sense that it's like it's it's it feels like it's it's not like super drastic, but it does feel like there is a constant war uh, uh, of tone in this movie. And it, yeah, and sometimes I can't tell what if they know what they're doing or not. Sometimes I guess I did the movie. Uh, did the movie uh, blame war? all wars on santa not giving gifts did i catch that it blamed the middle ages on santa all right not but giving then he gifts. says like look up all wars he sort of said like he said remember all the, the dark ages all the wars i think he's referring to the dark ages all the wars in europe okay that's still messed up it is yeah because then like then you think about like okay well was like other wars also that are you pinning like 
you know, human atrocities on Santa. On it's Santa, a, it's a uh, weird. And when you think about it, though, yeah. well, I was, I was watching this with Hannah, and I was like, "Are they pinning like human atrocities on Christians not getting their gifts on Christmas?" And then she was like, "Well, that does kind of sum it up." Yes, and it's like, "Oh yeah, I guess mm-hmm. it does." Yeah. <laughs> so it works. It scans. And most of the wars in Europe at the time were Christians killing other Christians for not being Christian enough, or not being right. Christian the correct way, <laughs> yeah. or just over land. Um, yeah, you know. Um, but there's like little messed up things like that. Yeah. Like uh, at the end, the the ornament, I was just like, what the fuck? That was a real like, I don't know what that's supposed to be moment. Uh, I guess spoilers. Uh, the kid asked Santa for his father back. Yeah. Which bummer letter that I'm sure Santa gets a lot of, honestly. I, uh, and that's a real bummer. Yes. That is a non-zero amount of letters that Santa gets. Yeah. And he has to just sort of ignore them. Uh, but he gives him an ornament. Well, no, apparently that, he just gives them ornaments. I guess that when he look into the ornament, your face turns into your dad's face sending, saying he's proud of you. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, is well, there an afterlife? Is that what we're dealing with? I mean, magic clearly exists. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I just, I mean, they, they do a, they have that scene earlier, um, where Teddy and the little sister Kate are going to go look for the, um, I think they're looking for the reindeer at this point, or they may be looking, no, wait, they're looking for the bag of toys at this point. Yeah. Uh, for people who just to fill people in, what happens is the sleigh comes apart in the air. And so it, again, a really cool idea, a really cool premise is that they have to keep going and finding all the pieces. Yeah. They um, have to find the reindeer. They have to find the presents and they have to find Santa's hat. Yes. Which I guess is the source of his powers, but also isn't. And I want to talk about santa's powers in a bit but yeah anyway so they have that scene in front of the church where they hear uh the christmas carol and they both stop and they're like oh this was dad's favorite carol and they have a moment where like the brother's sort of pathology comes out where he's like dad like he's he's obviously he's he's acting out because he's mad at his dad for dying he's like i hate that dad he had two kids and a wife and he ran into a fire and got himself killed over people he didn't even know um and now he'd be ashamed of of the way i'm behaving um, and I just wish I could talk to him again so I could tell him something. And Kate's like, well, what did you want to tell him? And he doesn't answer. And then she's like, well, I see dad in you. Like I can see him in you. So like they right. sort of plant that idea so that at the end, um, when he gets the gift from Santa where Santa's like, well, I can't, I don't have the power to grant your wish. This is the best I could do. He gives him this ornament. He hangs the ornament on a tree. He, he's looking at his own reflection and his own reflection becomes his dad's reflection. And what he wanted to say to his dad was that he was proud of him. He was proud of him right. for, for being a selfless hero who died to, to save lots of people he didn't know. And then his dad says the same thing back to him, which sort of heals the wounds that he was experiencing. So that was like, that seed was planted. It is, it so, is, it is weird. When it happens yeah, in the, movie. the nature of the magic, it's more like Harry Potter magic than where it's like, that's not his actual father coming from the afterlife. That's like a, probably not, but it's, we don't know. Like we, it's not clear. We don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not clear. Yeah. It's so it it's could unclear. Just him, it could just be him speaking to his own reflection, but like it, it's, yeah, true. it's the catharsis he needed. Right. Yeah. So Santa's magic. I guess my uh, my main question is, is this the game, but with Santa? Meaning, does Santa, did Santa set all this up? Or I, th- I think so. Well. Or is he making it up as he goes along? Is he the Joker? I think. Well, go ahead. Well, uh, just to explain to people what happens is basically he's like, I don't have my hat. 
so I can't like fly. I can't fly. I think. Is what he says. Yeah. Um. And so when we first see Santa, he's like turning into dust and going in and out of chimneys. So that's presumably like his hat, right? Um. But then when they crash with Santa, he does have magic. He can pull. He can manifest toys, for example. Uh. He can. Um. He can read people's minds. You know, like a demon would. Yeah. Uh. He has. He has powers. He is dressed and, in in red, Dave. He's he's yeah, dressed. He's hundreds of years old, dressed in in in, in crimson leather. He is a demon. Right. He is. Well, he to a, the point he has, a, he, he has a whole thing where he's like, "Well, I'm technically not a saint." Right. Yes, which I guess is true. Um, I also love that he doesn't care if people know he's Santa. Like, he's just like, hey, I'm Santa. Hey, everybody, I'm Santa. Like, there's no secrecy to him. Uh, And he's just reading people's minds. Like, cops, uh, random, like, people at restaurants and stuff. People at a restaurant, yeah. Which is weird that no one will help him, where he's like, I'm going to read all your minds. I need a car. And everybody's like, no, sorry, stranger. And it's like... It's like, surely you would ask some more questions about this stranger dressed as Santa who, who knows seems your to know desires. everything. Yeah, he's like Nostradamus yeah. in this yeah. restaurant. But no one's interested. Uh, and I, they, when, when, yeah. he get, when he gives that guy the Mickey Mantle card in exchange for his Porsche and his right. wife rips the card in half, I gasped. <laughs> right. Yeah, because she's like, oh, no. And it's like, what, who are you fucking people? Right, like, what, what is this? Like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's the. She's like, you're going to give away our poor. She's like, no, he's trading it to us for this uh, this mint condition Mickey Mantle rookie card. She's like, that's yeah. bullshit. She rips it in half. It's like, it's not worth a poor. So I'm like, Google it, please. Like, who, what, right. what person in the world would, would, would think that a Mickey Mantle rookie card was not equivalent to a Porsche? It's like, no, that's There's a only, couple hundred thousand dollars right there. There's only one version of events that makes her the good guy there is that if this is like the fifth fake rookie yeah. man like mantle card yeah. that he's traded their car for yes and she's like not again no, never yeah. again yeah no, you're getting that graded before we we make the trade which yeah totally reasonable request he could have just printed that out at home yes uh and then santa blackmails the bartender <laughs> Yeah. Being like, I, I'll tell the cops that you're a car thief if you don't let us use your car that you stole. It's real weird. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and they get in a car chase with the cops. And then he gets stuck in jail. And the whole thing is we have to get his hat. Um, and then once he gets his hat, he goes out the vent of the jail. I mean, he convinces the cop to let him out, too. It takes the cop a lot of convincing. Yeah, a uh, lot of... A lot despite of... literal magic happening. Yeah. I... Th- I think the answer to the I think I know the answer to the question you're you're building up to. So, yeah, and so the reveal is he doesn't have the hat at at one point, and he's like, they're like, he gives someone his hat. He gives Teddy the, the hat at the end. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, but you need it to fly, and he's like, no, I don't, and he can fly, and they're like, oh, you, it was it was all along you could have flied, uh, but like Christmas is in peril in this movie and stuff. So my question is like, did he allow Christmas to be in peril so he could teach these kids a lesson? I think so he keeps looking at his little wristwatch his little diver's watch that tells him how much Christmas spirit is left um, and Christmas spirit's real low so yeah. I think part of his mission is like and, and part of why he doesn't really care too much about people seeing him and knowing he's Santa is because he needs people to believe in him. That's true. He is um, trying to push Christmas spirit. At right. The time. He's yeah. trying to convince people to believe in him, which is why I think he s- screws around so much at the police station because he wants this cop to believe in him again. Um, and I think 
I mean, obviously he couldn't, well, probably couldn't have foreseen that the kids would jump into his sleigh and cause him to crash. But I think, you know, obviously he knows who everyone is on site and knows like their story. Right? So, so I he think could he could presumably know the future. To an extent, yeah. Yeah. So I think he saw these kids and was like, oh, this family is in crisis and they need me. They need this. So he lets them go on this journey, which um, at the beginning of the movie, the the mom says, all I want is all I want for Christmas is for you two to get along. Yeah. Um, so this whole movie is about uh, the brother and the sister coming back together after they've been estranged because a uh, little little girl, little sister, Kate loves dad worship worships dad loves christmas and brother's all the opposite he's angry at dad he resents christmas because of dad and like so it's about them coming together again and i think the idea that we're supposed to uh, take away is that santa saw that and was like well okay i'm gonna let them go on this adventure uh even though i can fly at any time i want to obviously right. I, I'm, I'm magic as fuck um but I'm, they need this yeah i'm almost thinking of it like a side mission in a video game like like, all right, so he needs Christmas spirit to be up. And obviously, the, the easiest way to do that is everybody gets their fucking gifts. Um, but yeah. maybe it's kind of like when you play Phasmophobia and you're like, okay, we haven't figured out who the ghost is, but we did do all these other goals, and that's just as good. Like, maybe the idea of, like, convincing a, an adult cop that Santa exists, maybe that's big old points. Like, yeah, a, gr I, a grizzled, divorced Chicago yeah. cop. Yeah, convincing like him that that's got to be the brass ring of believing in Santa. It must be, yeah. Like convincing because, that dude that Santa is real, <laughs> right? Because I really want to point out what's at stake here, and because I the 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 meter, the Christmas spirit meter is is down into the last moment. So I'm not sure if what we're saying works there, but. He again, if when people lose their Christmas spirit, the dark ages happen. That's the last thing that happened. He is now in the modern United States, a country with nukes. You don't want them to lose their Christmas spirit, right? Like that's real dark if that happens. Like there's a lot at stake here. For I don't Santa. know if you've heard, Dave, but there is a war on Christmas. Um Yeah. There is and right. Santa's gotta do his part. Exactly. It just feels like don't fuck with America's Christmas spirit. If the last time people lost Christmas spirit, the dark ages happened. You don't want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's there's just get there's real a dark. Lot, yeah. There's a lot in the balance is my point. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still, I'm scrolling through my notes now and those kidnappers were really fucked up. Yeah, I don't know what their plan was. They saw. I, I did like that. There's three of them, and there's one guy in the back who, at one point, is like, he, "This is not like verbatim, but at one point, he's like, what are we doing?'" Yeah, like he's like, "Why are yeah. we? Why are we like hassling the 17 year old for his bag full of gifts?" Like, it's really weird. I feel like yeah, we have better things to do. <laughs> they split up, right? At one point, Santa sends the little girl into the streets of Chicago, yes. to find the reindeer, and I liked that. I liked that they even say, "Like, isn't that?" irresponsible i wanted more of that i wanted more like shitty santa who's yeah, like he's risking a little, these kids right he's a little seat of his pants like he's he's kind of he's kind of grizzled um he, he's, yeah. kurt, he's kurt russell he is 100 percent kurt russell as santa claus absolutely killing it by the way yeah he really is also i love that he just looks like mccready he just looks like yes. mccready with a snowy white beard like it's the same <laughs> really same does. beard and hair it's just fucking mccready yeah. in a santa suit <laughs> it's pretty great 
Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, oh, yeah. The girl goes into the sack. That's what happens. Yeah, and I really so I like this idea that the his bag is a portal back to his workshop. It's like a pocket dimension. Yeah, that was that was yeah, yeah that was actually really cool. That yeah, was a I cool like idea. idea. Yeah, I like the little sci-fi stuff they did with Santa. Yeah, um, I like I I genuinely like when movies have fun with Santa, like have fun with the idea of magic and all the different right. parts of the legend like i think that's a fun way to make a santa claus movie right and the one thing none of them do and i've been waiting for is like at the end of this i legit thought he was gonna wipe their memory because he was gonna be like no this is about fate. <laughs> He's gonna men in black them <laughs> yeah and then it could be like well how how do you why do you think i exist and no one believes in me because no one remembers like that's that's the what that one universal santa plot hole right which is why do the adults not believe in santa when Santa is bringing them gifts every year and the, you can attribute it to like a Lovecraftian, like, you know, like their memory, like it's like, it's their memory gets erased. Yeah. Uh, well, you said you Lovecraftian. It's like every, this is what they did on South park to explain Kenny. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah, just doesn't just... remember all the times he's come back to life. Right. And so like, you'd think, I don't know. I thought they'd explain that here. Uh, I don't know why I needed it explained, but I liked the idea of someone covering all the Santa plot holes. Um, you know, I still don't quite believe they were able to deliver all those toys, Tom. No, uh, it is. But- they really, what's really funny is like they're down. It gets, okay. So it gets to the end and they're like, Oh, I've only got an hour left. It's not enough time. And then Teddy and Kate are like, well, what if we help you? And it's like, Oh yeah, that just might work. Um, you, you, uh, Teddy, you drive, Kate, you throw me the presents and call out the addresses and I can slam dunk them into the chimneys. And it seems to take longer with them yeah. involved. <laughs> like it takes yeah. three times as long adding these right. other two people. Cause she's, uh, they're humans. They don't have any magic. Yeah. Uh, and he has to learn to drive. It really does seem like, I, I don't know, man, uh, unless like the only, uh, Santa well, has to stop time, right? All right. Uh, okay. I'm going <sighs> to. I think I just got, I think I just stepped on my own rake. Okay. I think this is part of it, right? Like this is part of Santa's, Santa's oh. the gaming them, right? Like I think he's bullshitting that he can't do it in an hour. Of course he can. You're, yeah, um, you're probably so, right. Because like he gets Teddy to drive and then when, when Teddy's stuck on the L about to crash into a train, he's like, you need to believe. And he's like, I do believe in you. He's like, no, no, no. You need to believe in yourself the way that your mom believes in you and your sister believes in you, the way that your dad believed in you. So I think right. this is still part, like it's still, it's forcing them to work together and to be friends again. So I think this is part of his, the gaming them. Right. And like, I guess it makes sense if you think of Santa as like, he's not one person, but like an entity. Like yeah. A, like, a, like he has tendrils everywhere because maybe the idea, because they only he hit is up an the elder big God, cities. Dave. He is an elder God. Because they only hit up the big cities too, or at least that's what they show that's us. That's the only things that we see. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering if like, maybe that's what he did. He just took them on a little tour. Meanwhile, the other, like his other powers are just planting. Like it's, it's, if Santa's is fucking powerful, it's weird to think that he would have to physically go to every fucking house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, maybe it's more of like, you know, the, the manifestation of gifts uh, that Santa wills upon us. Yeah. As opposed to this fucking guy. Like, this is like the Mickey Mouse. He's the, he's the um, mascot 
of Santa, but like Christmas as an entity is so much bigger than him. So he's like taking these kids on their little fun, little bullshit Santa journey while the real work is getting done behind the scenes, I assume. Yeah, probably. Maybe by those elves. Did one of the elves try to chainsaw a guy's dick? Yes, it tried to chainsaw Teddy's dick. Right, it was Teddy's dick because they thought he was one of the criminals. Because he's on the naughty list. But yeah, it is. Right. Inter- it was interesting that one of the elves was just a full-on chainsaw maniac. Yeah, and was See, just that, gonna that was... fully chainsaw this teen boy. Yeah, he was. Gonna, it was gonna be like Scarface up in there. Like he was ready to fucking like chainsaw this kid in half. He was not only sister. ready, Dave. He was hype. He was turgid. <laughs> yeah, he he was. was rock hard. He really was. He was pitching a <laughs> tiny little elf tent. Yeah. Slicing this this kid up with a chainsaw. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Again, it's it's like they needed to lean more into that, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I, I agree because, with that. Yeah, because as fun as we're having talking about this uh this movie, I still feel like there's something there was a lot missing. Like I do feel like there was something missing from the adventure itself. Because again, the the adventure is just, we're in downtown Chicago. Okay, now we're not. (laughs) That's it. Like, they crash in Chicago. They get his shit. The kid is, uh, again, series of bits. So the kid is, like, kidnapped briefly by, yeah, baffling criminals. Meanwhile, Santa, the whole thing with Santa is he gets interrogated by the cop. He pulls out all the gifts that the cop ever wanted. And the cop's like, didn't we frisk you? Uh, it's wild that the cop is letting him pull things out of his jacket in the first place without like getting freaked out. Oh, he just Um, frisked him. He just said, Oh yeah, that's true. Um, and then, but like, he's not, he's just like, whatever. You're like a Vegas magician. He locks him up. Then Santa gives the people in jail, their instruments that they always wanted to. And they just start having a jam. Yeah. Uh, they start just, playing. They like, start playing a real fucking sexy Christmas Carol, Dave. Right, and I feel like that takes up like his, ten minutes of the goddamn his movie. His collar suddenly pops open, and he has an S necklace. Right, and that's the shit where it's like I don't know who this is for. I think it's for Kurt. Russell. I think it's for Kurt Russell. Yeah, he was doing. Yeah. He was doing his Elvis impression during that. You're right. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, this yeah. feels like it was in his rider. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, I mean, they're not, and they're and not going to say no. It's like, well, Kurt, if Kurt Russell's like, all right, I'll do it, but I have to have a musical number. Sure. Right. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it felt like, yeah, it felt like a Bruce Willis harmonica moment. Yeah. Uh, where you're like, oh, you wanted this. And then meanwhile, the kids just get the bag and then the bag almost gets thrown in a fire by the thugs. And then the, uh, the elves come out and attack them all and they go back and find Santa and then they just leave Chicago. And that's like, that's most of the adventure and then it's just a montage of them having to save christmas yeah it's just it's a very weird like pacing wise the pacing is the the pacing is strange yeah and i think it's it really plays into like they had some like i i don't know who wrote this i don't know how many drafts there were but it feels like it's like um there were a few drafts stuck in this one yeah because it feels like a bit of a pastiche yeah yeah, because going back to like planes, trains, and automobiles, but Santa, I still kind of want that. Like, I didn't get that. They gave me a taste of that in this movie, and it wasn't enough. Yeah, and I, think, I, I want. I think maybe they just didn't have the budget for it, so they really d- yeah. they really dwell on like three locations, and this you can you can feel that this is a very low budget movie. 
Yeah. For example, I think Santa was too godlike. For example, he 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 gives them directions in Chicago. And he's like, I know every street. I kind of like the opposite version where like they have to take the subway with Santa and like he doesn't know customs. Like he still can read everybody's fucking hopes and dreams. But like I like the idea of like a fish out of water Santa, right? Who doesn't understand the world. Uh I think that would have been fun. As opposed to this Santa who knows all, who's there all kind of just doing whatever he wants, you know? Yeah. I like both, but I, I do like the version that you're you're pitching as well. I do I do want to see a full movie of planes, trains, and automobiles with Santa. Where yeah, Sa- Santa like, is just like, oh, we must get back and save Christmas. And, and just somebody having to, like a Robert Downey Jr. or a Steve Martin just having to fucking deal with this guy. Right. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, there's a bit where Santa doesn't have any money. And I, I was like, why didn't you, you just got to bring some cash on you, Santa, in, in case this exact thing happens. Right. Because I can, like the idea. Like, he can whip out anybody's Christmas wish from his vest, right? Surely right. someone in the history of Earth has wished for cash. Exactly. Um, but like that reminded me of the idea of like, oh, yeah, why would he need cash? He doesn't expect to crash. Like, I, I like the idea of St- Santa, the institution failing for the first time ever and Santa being thrown completely off by it. And now that he's on the ground, like the idea that like Santa has spent his whole life fulfilling wishes. He's never actually like talked to a human and like him having to suddenly become part of the world. I just thought that was a neat idea. Uh, but he's too, yeah, he's too perfect in this. Yeah, he's pretty, he's like all-knowing, and he's he's pretty yeah. omniscient, which is a separate idea from the one you're pitching, and one that I also like. Like, I like yes. this version of Santa um, having to but deal with all re- this stuff, and then it turns out to be like, oh, it was all very purposeful. He's doing this to, like, to get people to believe in him again and, you know, to help people out. But, um... I, I, yeah, it kind of has to be that in the end, because otherwise it's like, why Why is Santa, why can't he solve this problem? Why, well, yeah, you know? why can't he just like use his fucking Jesus magic and solve this problem immediately? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like both versions. I don't, I agree with you that they didn't, they committed more to the other version uh, that yeah. I just explained, but they don't fully commit to I and they don't fully commit to any idea. They have a lot of cool ideas, and they don't really fully commit to any of them. Yeah, I think it's the the short game is a problem. Like the yes, the the ideas here are very funny, and whenever whenever they'd hit me, I'd go, "Oh, that's really clever. Oh, what a what a good idea." Yeah, but and the the broad just... the broad emotional strokes of the film, I think, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, everybody getting an arc is important you know that's that should be expected in most movies but it's it's nice to see done well in this Um, and i will say it was it was interesting that the movie is primarily from kate's point of view but it it turns out that the the main story it's really about teddy it's really about teddy's anger over his dad's death and i yeah she doesn't and that's kind of a reveal and i was like oh that's a cool idea yeah she doesn't have much of an arc uh not really. really she just she just wants she just wants her family to be a family again. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a stupid kid. Why do they need like kids yeah. don't have arcs like fuck it. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, that's, that's pretty much my thoughts on this. I think it was good. Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was a lot different than I was expecting, but it was also better than I was expecting. Yeah. It was definitely better than I was expecting. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I honestly don't quite know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting more of the elf side of it of like yeah. oh we're gonna make this really for kids yeah i was expecting uh, something really really corny and saccharine and yeah i was expecting like a hallmark minions movie. shit yeah. yeah oh i wasn't expecting a hallmark movie i guess i was expecting like that that in between where it's like uh like oh we're for kids but oh parents can watch us too we're kind of cool that fake news line, though, this was Oof. made in 2018. Oof. It was like, if I had heard that in 2018, I would have been like, nope, shut your fucking mouth, Santa. I winced this Santa time. Santa calls something fake. Yes, he calls something fake news in one scene, and it was like, nope, bad instinct. It there. gets a, it, it also, they also, they're doing a bit with the fact that obviously Kurt Russell is not a, a huge obese St. Nick. Um, he's Kurt Russell. Right. Um, and they're doing a bit where how he's like sort of exasperated over the, his depiction as this big, as this big fat guy where he's like, man, I hit the gym every day. I stay away from, from carbs and sugar. And, and still, this is just the image everybody has of me. I can't win. It does get a little fat phobic a few times. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And I don't think that bit, not because of necessarily the fat phobic side. It's more of just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why he's so mad about this. It feels like an unnatural bit, if that makes sense. Like it just, it felt a little weird and forced. Uh, well, yeah, it could have been if they wanted to explore this idea of uh, like, cause they do a little bit of the sand of the grounded Santa stuff, like I said earlier. So if they wanted right. to really like sort of explore the idea that Santa has this insecurity, I feel like they needed to do a little bit more work. Cause right. it, it really just something where he's, really where he's just, like, I lost the way or something. Like yeah. That. Cause it really just comes off. Like Santa thinks fat people are gross. Yeah. Yeah. And he keeps bringing it up. Like it would have been fine if it was once, I guess, because the idea is like, I don't do ho, ho, ho either, but he doesn't spend the whole movie complaining about the ho, ho, ho. He just won't get it, off it, of it. it and it, it's like, all it, right, calm down, Santa. It comes up like once or it comes up more than once, not a whole lot, but maybe like two or three times that he won't say ho, ho, ho. But yeah, oh, okay. it's not as it's not as often as the as the fat stuff. But and it again, no, none of it really felt good enough, like funny enough that it's just like, eh, just have him say it like once. It's fine. Yeah, it's that. It's, yeah, because uh, like if they weren't gonna go into the it really have fun or play around with the idea of like Santa's really like this is an insecurity of his right um they could have just been one line where like yeah like what you're saying it's like oh man like I lost all, like I got I got a, pellet, a peloton <laughs> like I lost yeah. the weight <laughs> again there's a real sense of a series of bits where it's like yeah. yeah the characters have arcs but there's no like setup and payoff or like really sense to the plot it's just in this happen and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens it's just it feels like feel a series of sketches that they're going from one to the other in a lot of ways so like the characters definitely have a thread but the 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 series of events felt like they're pretty they're, disconnected they're, yeah they're disconnected and at, at no point do you feel like there's a problem because Santa can be as magical as he needs to be in any given well, moment. And that's also a symptom of it being a Santa movie, right? Cause the, the stakes, yeah, the, sure. the stakes are always the same. The stakes are always Christmas is in danger and it's Santa, yeah. you know, he's going to save Christmas at the end. Cause it's Santa. Right. So it's like, we're but never, like, we're never really concerned about that. Yeah. I like having rules, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. And like Santa is a very magical being that I feel like they need to lay down the rules earlier. Uh, because they are, yeah, the rules. And again, it's explained by like, eh, it was all part of his plan. We also all kind of so, know the rules of Santa. Yeah. 
Um, I think this movie. Uh, but again, they play with it like his sack, like yeah. his magic uh, his, sack, his, his magical sack. Um, like, yeah. The, I think this movie what they knew enough that Christmas being in danger couldn't be the only stakes. Like they knew enough that like no, the family is the stakes for sure. But they didn't go hard enough on that like we were well no. for all the reasons we've already talked about with teddy like they should have gone harder with teddy's character to really make us feel like this family was in jeopardy absolutely um yeah teddy teddy is a misstep i think yeah so you know right, what I want right, for... right idea but not executed as as well as it needed to be yeah which is the theme of this movie i think yeah uh you know what they should have done they should have done Santa getting into chimneys like tombs in the X-Files where he like cracks his yes, bones. Yeah. Where he just elongates like, his body and it's fucking yeah. terrifying. What, what, yeah. they, what they need to do, Dave, is they need to make a fucking Santa Claus movie where tombs is Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, just man. Just all the well, same shit except he's wearing a Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this terrifying Santa. <laughs> With his yellow eyes. Yeah. And a Santa Jesus hat. Christ. Making yep. us little newspaper nests. <laughs> oh, if you really guys, if you, if you guys aren't patron subscribers and don't listen to Fox Mulder's a maniac, you might not know what the hell we're talking about. But uh, it's an X Files reference. X-Files. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if I have anything else to say about this movie. No, I think I'm all done. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's better than I thought. Uh. You know, not my favorite, but no. But I'm probably uh, gonna watch the sequel like just on my own now. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking Goldie Hawn. Goldie shows Hawn up. shows up in the end. I didn't know she was right in this at one. The end. Yeah, yeah. I knew she was in the sequel. Um, yeah, that was cool. That was yeah. cool to see. Yeah, and uh, oh, uh, Dead Dad is um, uh, Goldie Hawn's son, Kate Hudson's no brother. No shit. Yeah, Dead Dad is Kate Hudson's brother, Oliver. Weird. Mm-hmm. Oliver Hudson. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um. No, it's a fine name. It's fine. Oliver, if you're listening, your name's fine. Um, listen, Harrison Millie, once again, thank you so much for being patron. Yes, uh, and congratulations. Uh, yeah, and congratulations on your on your festive wedding. Uh, I hope it's everything you, you want it to be. I hope no one gets a chainsaw in their balls. Uh, again, unless that's what you want, you know. Yeah, unless it's what you wished for. Unless you yeah, wrote exactly. to Santa. Yeah, asking for a chainsaw, right? A chainsaw right to the balls. The yeah, but uh, yeah, congratulations on getting married. And uh, listen, everybody, uh, this was through our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, if you go on there for just five dollars a month, you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek: The Next Futurama, and Spiel Boys. Uh, we also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. That is. Uh, that's available for a little more. And then we have like custom. We just watched episodes, custom podcast. Let's like so check one. it out. Yeah. Um, we also have a store. Head over to gameplayandemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your felonious Christmas peepers onto that. Yes. And enjoy the holidays, everyone. As, 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 as uh, what's his name? St. Nick. As St. Nicholas says, Bazinga. Bazinga.